guys, and welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Manifest Podcast. This is your spectacular host, Brittany. And this is your amazing, as usual, host, Anika. Period. P. <laughs> Period. Hey, Brittany, how you doing, girl? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, let me tell you something. Before I answer how am I, she just skipped over how really she was. Brittany will keep a cup of something. It don't matter if it's wine. Then she'll Erica by do it. It'll be tea. You just never know what she's going to be drinking. But best believe she got a cup of something. (laughs) Yes, today I am drinking lemon and ginger tea with probiotics with some wildberry honey and lemon you know, mm. for the throat. <clears throat> yes, girl. You, you that, that scarf is giving me healthy probiotic drinks. Hello? Yes. I kind of <laughs> like the habit. Now I, now I have to start my day and end my day with tea. So, yeah, I, lo- I love tea. That's a really good thing. I, I got some uh, lavender and chamomile. That's really good, too. You should try it. I have that. That's I have lavender, chamomile, probiotic tea, and I don't love that way that combination tastes actually i just drink it just because i know it's good for me but i don't i don't really love it it's not my favorite i would love to have a little lemon and ginger over anything tbh i think that's my favorite i actually i got into this um during the quarantine we were drinking a lot of teas and i got into um anything that was like uh like a um like cinnamony sweet spicy I like that in my tea because we would put like cinnamon and then um, crushed red peppers and whatever the tea was. But I liked like the orange spice tea. It's really good. Let me tell you something. And huh? yeah, listen, she talking about me. She would put anything in. I got it from my husband. He would put like orange peels and, and lemon, any type of citrus peels, you know, honey. And then he just like, you ain't gonna, you ain't had a tea until he made you tea. My mama will not shut up about her tea. He made her and it was just like, he was like, oh, I just, you know, good. So I was like, let me get my tea game together. So yes, come on tea. Yeah, I'm gonna have to talk to him so I can, you know, he can send me some recipes. Girl, ain't no recipe around here. Just okay. buy the shit. <laughs> <laughs> how, but how is school going? Cause I know you've been in school and I forget. Uh, yeah, semester's almost over. It's not terrible, um, but it's not great. That's the best way I can describe it. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just ready to get it over with and get into next semester and then just get into graduation and then some period, even though I can start it. Does it feel like a burden, just something else to have to do? Because that's how it felt to me as an adult. It does, it, it does feel like a burden. And I feel like it takes me away from other things that I want to do, like, because I don't, I don't be blowing up your phone no more. I don't be blowing up other people. And then when people call me, I just cannot get to the phone like I should, or I ain't going to say like I should, because I can't, I don't get to the phone. And I think people feel um, a type of way, because I don't be answering calls a lot. Just text me. That's the best way to get in touch with me is text, because I I can stop and answer a text or, you know, I can't be on the phone forever, unless it's you. Well, yeah, and then even when I'm on the phone, I feel like I'm on a time treadmill, like, let me get out everything I had to say, and if I forget something to tell you, then I'm always annoyed, you know, like, dang, I forgot to tell her that. It's almost over. It's for the greater good, though. We're going to bring some black babies into the world. 
All right, guys. So this week, um, we actually have a special guest on our show. Um, we will be discussing mental health, and we actually have an expert, um, a mental health therapist on our show. Please welcome Ebony Hines. Hi, Ebony. Yeah. <laughs> so happy to have you again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good. I think I'm just, um, I'm excited about a brand new week. I'm excited about America for a change. Woo! So, woo! 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 Can we talk about it for one second? Can we talk about it for one second? Y'all, we, yes, we, we get to go back to regular racism. We regular. Turn off your premium subscription of racism. The regular degla is back. Okay. Like, <laughs> man. We get to breathe a little bit. Yes. So we what I was telling Anika earlier is I've noticed a lot of people saying that we're celebrating that uh that it's Joe Biden, but I think we're also I I don't I'm not celebrating that. I'm ce- celebrating that it's anybody but Trump. And I'm celebrating that there's a black VP and who happens to be a woman in office. That's something that's major and historic. But I'm, you know, I know that Biden is just as trash as Trump is, but he's not at least a garbage can on fire. Right, I about to like say hot flame, but she know yeah. trash. But it's just, it's a relief, because I, y'all, I didn't think these folks was going to get that man out of here. And that's just all I got to say. I had no hope. My, you know, remember Could how not I, sleep. I, I was legit seeing polls in my sleep. That was the funniest thing ever. I was like, bro, they need to come on and announce something because I was so crazy. I was so anxious. And we were watching it at work. It was just like 24. I was listening to it in the car, like CNN. It was just. I had CNN live on their website just about every day. Once election day started, it was every day after that. Even Saturday morning, I woke up all wrong. Then they seen all, got CNN on my phone. I woke up all wrong. They did. They had everybody messed up, though. Girl. I'm glad it's over. So glad. It's in people with some sense favor. Let me but say. the thing about that is it's not over. Not until until Biden is sworn in, nothing is over. True, like, true. we still got to be hella cautious, like, for real. Well, yeah. that's And that's going to continue for a little minute until everybody get, get rid of their premium subscription. So, girl. <sighs> that's where we are. All right, so we're going to jump into the episode. So um, we jumped into politics very quick. I just wanted, Ebony, if you could just tell um, our listeners um, a little about yourself and your career, things like that. So, hey, everybody, I'm Ebony. I am uh, 31. I'm a mental health therapist. I have been um, providing therapy services now for roughly four years. October is like, I guess, my celebration month of when I got into my career. Um, I prefer to work with children over everybody. Um, uh, The little bitties and the teenagers, those are my favorite. But um, I can say I have an appreciation for adults now, too. Um, In my current position, this is like the first time I got to work with adults. So it's going actually really well. Only thing about them is they want to be your friend in real life, like once therapy is over. 
and we can't do that. <laughs> so, but other than that, like, I, I love the field. Um, I know that this is pretty much what I wanted to do since I was like 13. So um, if you can think back to when uh, the advisors in the school would come around and say, oh, what are you considering or what curriculum or what path do you want to take? This was the girl who I already knew. <laughs> so I was a little different outside of all the other kids but um i'm really enjoying it i love it um looking forward to many more years in it and just being able to um help people and shift their perspectives on things i guess that's the best way i could put it uh, and let's not forget to mention that she's in school and she will be graduating i'm not sure but i would assume soonish to get her doctor so she's going to be dr ebony hines on y'all hoes okay <laughs> Go ahead, Ebony. More time, but I am definitely working on my doctorate. I actually started the top of this year, so the first year of the program is wrapping up. So very excited about that because I did not have that in my plan, but here we are. Good for you. That's how you know. You, <laughs> that's, that's when you know you're really smart. Ebony, are you smart? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I so Ebony, is there a type of, is there a specific type of therapy that you do? provide um i prefer to do like cognitive behavioral um which pretty much kind of keeps us in the mindset of like our thoughts about things uh influence our actions and our behaviors going forward so if you can like correct your thinking you pretty much can get everything on track mm. and, and and that's important because i don't think people know that if you can change your thinking you can change your life your whole life Okay, your whole life. <laughs> yeah, because then everything becomes like, well, this is this and this is that, and not realizing that everything starts with you. Everything does start with you, no matter what the outside um, problems are. Um, so, as we know, and this is part of the reason why we wanted to have you on the show, um, there's a stigma in our community surrounding mental health as it relates to telling our business and just needing to pray about it. Like, a lot of people, you know, we as a people usually, it's either one or the other, let's, you know, we don't need to be telling our business and we need to pray about it. So, like, how have you navigated that during your time as a therapist for, like, maybe the, you know, parents of children or whoever that were maybe just more on the religious side and they were kind of skeptical about therapy and not really wanted to, you know, share their business or whatever? I try to get people to see, like, it's, it's really not what they think it is. Like, um, the perception that people have on therapy, it really is not all about just, oh, I'm finna go and tell this person all my innermost thoughts, my deep, dark secrets. It's not like that. Um, now, granted, people do that because that's, it's supposed to be a safe space. If you don't feel safe with a therapist, you don't need to be seeing them. So that's the first thing. But um, I definitely think there is a stigma uh, as far as do you just pray or do you pray and go get therapy? I agree with both. Like you can go to therapy and can, you know, maintain your prayer life. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I feel like it's, you can't pray away everything. And me being here in this position that I'm in, God created me. <laughs> like he put therapists in place. He knew people were going to need other resources. So that's what I consider myself to be like. I'm a resource. And he created me. So I'm not just here to be here. Like, I'm here to serve a purpose, you know? 
So um, I definitely believe you can do both. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, yeah, I guess that's, yeah. Can you say that line one more time? Like, you can have God and have therapy at the same time? Cause you can have both. I literally saw that on a shirt. And I think it was like, uh, I think it said God, therapy, and one other thing I can't remember. I was like, dang it, I need that. I need that shirt. Just so people can know, you can have it all. Like, seriously. <laughs> you don't have to choose. Right. Um, so how is your approach to therapy different from any other therapist? I would definitely say it come down to my personality. Um, I am not one of those, oh my God, white walls, um, clipboard, writing notes, like the stuff you see in the movies, that is not me by a long shot. Like if anything, I would say what separates me is I try to make therapy fun. I need it to be fun. If it's boring, then I'm not going to want to be in it. I try to, as quickly as possible, I try to make people feel comfortable I love to incorporate humor. I like to get to know what people like so that we can, you know, touch on it every once in a while so that you just know that your comfort level can be okay with me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I kind of lost my train of thought here, but I will ask my question because something you said triggered me. Maybe it'll come back up. Um, As a therapist, how do you and your patients determine when therapy is over or has been successful? Okay. So um, initially when clients come in to me, um, like I, I work in community mental health, which is just those local centers that are placed within neighborhoods uh, where you can receive therapy or you can receive um, like alcohol and drug group um, for people who may be in recovery or need to go through recovery for like maybe court. Um, what is it? Uh, court, court mandated services like uh, those types of things or like um, people who need medication management. Like we, I'm, I'm considered to work in community mental health because of it being local and within the neighborhood. Um, so when clients come in, um, they are given like off the bat 12 sessions for the company that I work for. Um, and when they come in initially, we go through uh, what we call like a treatment plan. We complete assessments for them. We set goals. Um, so, like, it, it, and, and I feel like it's never really the same. Like, um, every person is just about different. So, if I have a client coming in and, I don't know, let's say they're dealing with depression, one of their goals might be uh, that they don't want to experience feelings of uh, worthlessness. Like, in that, that might be a daily thing for them. And they'll say, oh, well, I'll tell them, I'll say, okay, we got seven days in a week. How many days would you like to decrease to? And I said, let's be realistic because people will be like, oh, I want to go from seven days to zero. And I'm like, listen, that's not realistic. I got you for 90 days. That's not realistic. <laughs> so uh, they might say, okay, well, I want to get down to maybe four days. So we want to work on decreasing from every day down to four days uh, out of the week. Um, so with that goal, I might work with them on, you know, boosting their self-esteem, ways to, you know, kind of lift themselves up. And that's like one of my favorite things to do with clients. I'm like, 
I'm your cheerleader. I'll tell them, I'll tell probably every client I get, I'll be your cheerleader. I'm going to be hopeful for you when you can't be for yourself. And so um, by the time we have to renew or like check progress on their goals, they'll tell me, oh, you know, well, I'll say how many days now since we've been working on interventions, how many days now? You know, are you feeling those feelings of worthlessness or not feeling so good about yourself? And they might tell me, oh, it's like in five days now. It's mm. progress, but we ain't, we're not quite at your goal, but you've hit some progress, which is good. We want to keep making progress. Well, that's and good. so, yeah, I have an opportunity also, like at the end of their 12 sessions, if they're like doing decent, but need just a little more time, then I'm allowed to give them an extra four sessions. Okay. So it's not like in your traditional sense of if you were working outside of community health, more like private or um, <clears throat> somebody who just, you know, paying out of pocket or elective mental health, mm -hmm. I don't know what you would call it, then that would look a little different on how you determine when you're done. Because most people like, I know, like I said, I haven't started therapy. I've always, you know, kept saying I am going to, but you, I don't think people kind of come in knowing like there has to be an end game. It's kind of like, hey, I need your help. And mm -hmm. also what you mentioned about, you know, being realistic to where if you're feeling this seven days a week, you want to be, you know, you break it down as, you know, what makes sense. Okay, well, let's be real because then it turns to, hey, there's some work you have to do with this. It is not going to go from me, you know, just having a magical conversation with you and you're going to feel better. So I think it's important yes. to know that, there are steps and there's work for both of us, you know, to do along the way, especially you. So not you, but you know, whoever, whoever yeah. therapy. So that's good. So for somebody who's never been to therapy, how are your ses sessions structured? So I have um, 45 minute sessions with clients uh, and depending on my schedule and the client schedule, sometimes I can do an hour and I prefer to do an hour because it gives me just a little bit more time to be with them. Um, and clients can come see me either weekly, they can see me every other week, or they can see me once a month, like it's really up to them. So that's how it typically goes, either 45 minutes to an hour. Like, listen, an hour, I be feeling like it's five minutes, so I know 45 minutes, I need, like, I was telling my therapist, like, I think I need, like, two hours, and she was like, oh, girl, you can't get two hours. <laughs> So do like do you do you like have a plan for them when they come in like assuming it's you know like a we're past the initial appointment and then you kind of know what you're discussing or you just kind of let it like unravel itself? I feel like I had in my, in a previous position. I pretty much feel like I had a little more free reign, I guess you could say. But in this position, I feel like things are a little bit different. And so, like, it honestly, what it, but what it initially comes down is, like, when clients come in, um, whatever the cow might be, a.k.a. the, the crisis of the week, um, depending on what they might come in with, it, like, we might either go that way, if it's something they feel like they want to really, really get into, but if they just want to tell me, oh, this happened, and then we can move on, then I like to make sure I have something prepared for us to work towards uh, as pertaining to their goals. I was just going to ask, like, how would you pre even prepare for that? But I, I, you answered that. Okay. <laughs> um, as a Black therapist, do you yourself go to therapy? Because how do you deal with your own, you know, mental health, listening 
to, you know, everybody else's issues or, you know, maybe feeling over sympathetic for certain children since you mm-hmm. deal with children a lot? I don't go yet, uh, but I'm definitely considering it. Um, I am blessed to say that I have a lot of safe spaces that I can go to, um, which is crucial um, because especially if it's like somebody that's like, I have a, a supervisor on my job, like, on like such a rarity, like, and she's a black woman as well, black therapist as well. Um, having her to like be a part of my life is like a game changer. Uh, Cause I've had supervisors, but she's different. <laughs> like that's the best way I could put it. So she's a safe space for me. Um, but uh, I have her, but I have, you know, other friends, I have family, I have other people that I can go to if I'm just feeling like I just need to say some stuff. But outside of that, um, I try to journal. Um, but I also feel like with myself, I'm able to turn it off. Um, like it's very, very few clients, like they might cross my mind, but they're not finna have me up, you know, three o'clock in the morning, nervous there's something going on, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, I have my safe spaces. I'm considering going myself and um, I'm just, I'm able to, to kind of shut it down. Once I leave work, it's a wrap. Yeah, because I think that like we should look at therapy as more like, and I know people kind of look at therapy like almost as if you look at going to the doctor for a broken leg, like, okay, I need you to fix this, rather than going to the dentist to get your teeth cleaned, like you just trying to prevent the cavity. Listen, client, I've had a number of clients to say, like, I need to be fixed. And I'm like, first of all, you're not a toy. Yeah. Like, I, I need you to first understand that you're not a toy. Like, now, if you got some issues, yeah, we can work on those. But you're not a toy. Like, right. you not to be fixed. <laughs> so, it's so funny when you said that. They're just like, oh, my God. They flashed me back real quick. <laughs> so, one of my criteria for therapies when I started going was, number one, they had to be black. And then number two, they had to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Um it was non-negotiable for me. It was either I'm going to find a black woman therapist or I'm not going to go to therapy. So mm-hmm. how important do you feel like having somebody who looks like you, even if they may not be the same gender, um, how, do, how important do you feel that is to therapy and your clients? There are no words. It's so crucial. Because granted, um, I've had some, some white clients and they've loved me just as much, but I can tell uh like it's it's a sigh of relief sometimes that you can see on parents faces or on black clients faces when they see that it's me um and meeting for the first time like it's special um so i think it's very very important and it made me think about an intake i did um (laughs) earlier this week and um i had a mom who had brought her her teenage son in and off the bat he's like i don't need no therapy ain't nothing wrong with me, you know, all these things. And initially after completing his assessment, I pretty much for the most part agreed. Like, um, I feel like he really is being just a normal teenager. Like that was, that was what I gathered from it. But by the end of it, I was telling him, I was like, it's really not what you think it is. Like, I'm telling you, like literally encouraging him, give it a shot. Try at least one or two sessions. See how you like it. If you don't like it, it's fine. 
And so by the end of it, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to put a request in, you know, for you to receive therapy. So he's like, all right. And then I had another coworker because like the, the way we do intakes, like a case manager has to do the second part of it. And so um, he pretty much was just like, can I receive the therapy with you? Like, can, is there a way for you to be my therapist? Because I worked at a completely different location from where he was receiving his intake. And so I could tell by the end, he had gotten way more comfortable with me because he was tense. Like, he didn't want to be there. And for him to kind of flip around, and I think it was definitely because it was me. Like, he felt way, way more relieved than when he came in. Um, I'm actually related to Star Service and I'm hoping um, that he will gain from it. So, yeah, I, I definitely think representation is important. And I guess not to say that somebody white couldn't help you, but I like, I can't imagine. I, this is bad to say, because I would almost rather not have it if, if I had, if they had to be in, and, and I'm pretty sure they're trained, they know how to do their job, but I think it's just certain cultural values and things yeah. that like, I just don't have to explain to, you know, we don't have to even go there. We can just go straight into it. You don't need a background, you know, anyway. So, yeah. So we know there, we, I mean, therapy is more, I guess, more starting to become more and more, you know, accessible these days than even just like the past five to 10 years. But for those who still cannot afford therapy or have not, you know, are not in a position where they're in like, you know, the programs that where you do therapy and they'd like to begin their healing process, what suggestions do you have as far as a guide or um, a to-do list or steps to kind of start? So uh, being able to uh, practice mindfulness, like uh, learning to just be still and sit in quiet, like listen to your thoughts, figure out what you're feeling, what you're thinking and why you're doing it. Um, getting used to or getting comfortable with journaling, that's a big one um, that can help with anything that's going on, because I feel like the sooner you get it out your head, it's down on paper, and you can breathe a little bit easier. There are mental health apps that, you know, you can have access to on your phone. I know some of them can cost, but uh, there are some out there that are free. I think just uh, making sure that you have safe spaces, places you can go, people you can go to, uh, where you feel comfortable being able to express how you're feeling uh, and not feel judged, you know, about it whatever the situation is that might be going on. So that would be it for me. Do you have like a website or some tools that they can go to that's kind of free? Kind of free. Yeah. So uh, Therapist Aid is one uh, that's really good. Uh, and I actually love using activities uh, from that website when I, do, when I have sessions with clients, unless I have something else planned. Pinterest is also a good one. Um, Pinterest will give you like all kinds of tips and things that you can follow along with. Uh, if you're new to journaling, they provide millions of prompts that you can use depending on what the issue is for you. So I think that's like amazing. So Pinterest and therapist A for sure. All right, Ebony. Um, well, Brittany, did you have any more questions? Because otherwise we will move into the rapid fire segment. No, let's go ahead and do rapid fire. Ping, 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 ping. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and just go. This is rapid fire. Okay. If you could be in any girl group now or in the past, who would it be? I feel like it's a toss-up 
it would probably be TLC. But if not, then I'm I'm not mad at Destiny's Child. <laughs> okay. All right. Name something you cannot go a week without. It's <laughs> still, still General Hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest pet peeve. <laughs> People not using their blinkers in traffic. Oh. Okay. And even okay, we're gonna go. Let me just skip on to this one. What's your favorite Christmas movie? This Christmas with uh oh the all black cast. Yes, Chris Lord. Brown. Chris Brown. Regina King, Lava Lunda, Loretta Devine. Like, no, girl, don't have me going in this elbow in a couple months. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Brittany. Okay, so my questions are a little bit different this time. You ready? Oh, snap. Okay. All right. <laughs> Would you rather have one eyebrow or no eyebrows? <laughs> you said none? No. That's okay. Brown. Would you rather, you have to choose one, would you rather have a lobster sleep in your bed or a tar- tarantula? The f- what? <laughs> a lobster. Okay. Would you rather, dang, where'd it go? Okay, are you a morning person or a night owl? Night owl. And what's your favorite topping on pizza? There's not just one. I'm a pepperoni sausage girl. Give me a meat lovers any day. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all don't like pineapples? Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, Ebony, thank you so much for coming on to our show and enlightening, enlightening us with your mental health expertise um we definitely wanted to continue to spread the word on our show that's pretty much the basis and you know kind of like underline we always have some type of mental health something in here um if you want to can you plug yourself on facebook and instagram sure so instagram i ebony sugar no r so e-b-o-n-y-s-u-g-a and on facebook i am plain and simple ebony hines yay Thank you so much again, Ebony, for joining us again. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. This is a re-record, and it was just as good as the first time. So thank you for being consistent in everything. Thank you so much. I'm so happy. (laughs) All right. You have a good night. You too. Talk to you later. Okay. You're welcome. Bye. All right, guys. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Okay. And we're back. We're going to get some real sponsors on here one day. <laughs> Look, I, we, we definitely are. What y'all want? Some Billy Raisins? We can try to contact them. I know y'all hairy. It's getting close to November. No, it's not the, it's not the time. You know my rules for the wintertime. Prickler pears, all hibernation season. <laughs> okay, I'm going to let that be my rule come come uh, February when you come see if you like it. Anyway. Hey, hey. <clears throat> I can't even introduce a segment. Mm. Ooh, I'm over here chiefing. All right, guys, we have reached the motherfucking. How does shit go? 
this is our audacity segment. I'm going to have some sense with this. In this segment, we discuss how if niggas ain't got shit else, they got the what be. Let me get reckless. <clears throat> Motherfucking audacity. Every week, every day, every minute, there's a nigga close by you who has some audacity. If you need help for five cents a day, you can call 1-800-AUDACITY and sponsor somebody who has the audacity today. And we'll be picking up the lines. It don't matter. I'm, I got time. Hello, bitch. What's up? <laughs> Brittany, do you have somebody that had the audacity? What nigga had the audacity for you? Um, I just want to say, like, um, as you're moving into being spiritual and you know finding yourself and outside of religion um y'all be mindful of who you follow like social media sites and you know just in general don't get caught up in these like cult-like followings and ideologies um because just like you're human these people are humans too and they have their own faults and their own um bag of shit hmm. so if you just just you know if it's something doesn't sit right with you about what somebody is saying if it doesn't feel good to you um create your own cre- create your own thoughts on it and keep it moving like a lot of these spiritual people who are on, on instagram and twitter <clears throat> they how can you how can you heal somebody and you're full of hate? You're homophobic, you're transphobic, you uh, all the phobes, you know, anti-black, anti-black. Um, a lot of these things. I noticed that somebody on Twitter that a lot of people follow um, stated that she wish that Trump had won and she's black and she is a spiritual healer, quote unquote, um, with a huge following and a lot of her followers are like very cult-like. Um, she went on a rant um, about how being gay is an illness and you can't grow because you're gay and all this kind of stuff. I can't quote her word for word, but after that, I knew uh, this was a while ago. Um, after that, I knew that th- this was not something that aligned with my morals and how I think. So I don't want to follow anybody like that. Um, but yeah, she had something to say about Agent Orange yesterday. And so I kind of put it on my Instagram and was like, you know, be weary of who you follow. And when I tell you, my inbox was like, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? So, you know, I told people who it was, and uh, four out of four out of those ten people had something to say, like, she made me feel invalidated because I'm, I'm mixed, and she said, if you're not fully black, then you cannot, you don't have any ancestors to connect to. What, what do you mean? Everybody has ancestors what? to connect to. Everybody has, everybody has ancestors to connect to. Even these white folks, don't think that these white folks not using these tools and this spirituality shit, just like we are, to cast these spells or whatever on, you know, their spirituality is rooted in racism. Let's be clear about that. But 
um, she was saying she she made the girl feel well, not the girl, but she made the woman feel inadequate, and she said that all her life she's had to fight with her blackness. So I just felt like that was how can how can you heal and you're not even you too dense enough to how how are you healing people? You're not healing anybody spiritually. You're not doing it. Can I add just a little, like, just, like, I don't have an audacity, you guys, but just to add to what you're saying, and this is not two things. So with that black and white thing, I just want to, as black people, we can be so hard and so quick to reject the light skin, you know, we, there's always a light skin joke going on, ha ha ha, kind of funny, but then being a biracial background, I don't know about that life. So I see, I hear a lot of um, Black people kind of want to discredit them or say, well, she Black when it's convenient for her. And sometimes she, you know, she more, you know, white. And I'm just like, well, I can never identify with that. So I don't know how it feels to have Black on one side and then be white. If just like Aisha Curry posted a picture of her having blonde hair and everybody was like, she looked like a white lady. She look, if she's half white, what is wrong with that? Like, that's part of her too. We can't like, just because the world identifies her as black doesn't mean that she has to denounce her whiteness at all costs. And I just think that we just be expecting too much from people when we have no idea what that struggle is like. Right. Now, they, they say the same things about, uh, I don't know if you know who uh, Mulatto is. You know who that is, the rapper? Yeah. Like, you know, she looks, you know, some of her facial features look a lot more white than they look black, but she's still black. If y'all want to use this whole... Is she mixed? Yeah, she's, mixed. Okay. She, she, she's biracial. Her, her mother is white. Her father is black. But yeah, y'all like to use it when it's convenient. Like, if, we, if you saying one drop of black blood make you black, then if that's what you're going to say, stick with it. But it, it just... It, it, uh, I can't imagine from white people, they're saying, oh, like... You, you belong over there. And then us saying, like, oh, you belong over there. And then it's like, oh, well, don't try to be over here being black when it's convenient for you. Or then, then you want to act white. Or it's confusing. Like, every, that's they're both people. You know, we already know that the whites are going to reject them. I just feel like we should not do that because we don't know what that's like, especially if you're not, uh, you're not mixed. If you're, if you're biracial and you can say, hey, I know what it's like. And maybe she is playing, you know, at this point but if you're not you really it's hard to say because you don't know what that is like you don't know what her everyday life is like that's all i want to say and to the person that britney's talking about i followed them i forgot how i started following them but i felt okay because you know how instagram showed you who else followed them and i saw that britney followed her i was like oh, okay she must be good but I noticed after a while, she had like some musty energy for me from a couple lives that I saw. And I, I was like, well, maybe it's just me and I need to process myself because, and I couldn't tell you one thing that she said necessarily. It just seemed real like, okay, I get the, you, you is hood. I just don't, I just didn't, I couldn't identify with her, but I had meant to unfollow her. And then as soon as Brittany posted, I was like, okay, I think I unfollow her. And I went to make sure and I was like, oh, I don't remember why I didn't unfollow her but I definitely went because I was like I knew I picked up on something I just thought it was more me and I was like how does she have so many followers the energy is really musty it's it's a very much it comes off as I'm better than you or um 
you're not knowledgeable and you don't know these things. Well, you use it like you're, you're using people's lifestyles and what they're going through against them. And if people really believe what you're saying, like they could potentially hurt somebody. Like, why are you doing this? She kind of comes off as one of those people who wants to be, I don't know her like that, but this is another little audacity. Uh, y'all stop being so woke where y'all sleep because <laughs> like you so woke, like you feel like everything means this, this means this, this means that, this is a sign, this is happening. Girl, shut up, okay? Like you so you so woke, you sound like hotepish, and it sounds very much so like you just it just sounds ignorant because I, I notice a lot of there's a lot of people and then they follow each other and they hype each other up that are so woke and claim to know this and that but it's like well i hope you got the basics established so i mean it just it just comes off it comes off like i know more than you and y'all dumb like even like summer walker i was not very happy with some of her posts that she was posting like i don't know if you do you follow her uh, I think I unfollow her because I just would much rather enjoy her music than her stupid commentary. I, it's just like, and I'm not saying that people can't have a voice. It's just that when your voice starts to just be like, you might be right, you might be on to something, but you come off just with no credibility out of anywhere. Like, girl, what? I, I can't explain to, to you guys how the super, super woke people sound. It sounds... It sounds crazy. And some of the stuff, you know, I might actually agree with. But when you come off and put yourself like, I know this, you guys are being fooled, watch and see, you, it ain't no need for all that. Why don't you watch and live your life and stop trying to preach to everybody else? We don't need no savior. Right. Just stop. It just, it look, you look stupid. And then half the time, y'all be the main ones on the gram doing some shit, stupid shit for a nigga. I'm just saying. That's just, that's just my observation. But what do I know? Oh, could <laughs> we're London on the track here now off the track you did, you did all that talking about baby mamas and this and this and da 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 and look at you a baby mama and that's why y'all should stop speaking on baby mamas cause lord you, it'll change in an instant who, ba- who baby mama Summer Walker finna have a baby child no she not is she really this girl's pregnant. Look at this stuff. This girl's pregnant. Now, I want to start my rant over because I would have reframed it. I would have gotten that ass had I seen that. <laughs> let, let me start this over. How the fuck are you? Wasn't that the same one talking about future baby mama? Yes, she the same one who said you could feed your baby on gla- uh, grass clippings and two drops of water for six in a day. Your baby. Now, you listen here, Galacta whore. You better not ask for no child support. You better not do it. You better you better know that he needs to be living off of he or she needs to live off of you and you better leave London on his tracks alone. Live it on his tracks. Leave him alone. Period. Now now now, okay, if y'all can see me blinking, you got some nerve. Like whatever. My energy gone. The get toe. But I will be listening to that album because all summer music hit. I like the way she on the track. She act like she don't care about nothing. She seems very high on pills. Very, um, just very leanish. I love it all. Um, so, so maybe she can bring some of that energy to, Listen, you know, if you, her, her, 
These huh? niggas can look at listen to Future. I'm I can listen to someone walking. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Oh wait, one more thing. <laughs> the real, real woke rope woke ones. Future is y'all king's king, but go ahead. Mm. I, I'm just the messenger. All right. We're gonna move into another segment. <laughs> Is this your thing? Okay, I'm sorry. We moved. We moved. <laughs> All right. Let's move into our stone of the week. Um, so this stone of the week was inspired for our love of Harry Potter. Um, while I was sick and shut in, I watched every single Harry Potter movie from the Ruta to the Tudor. The God of the Fire, too? Every one of them. And you know what? Prince of Azkaban used to be my favorite because that movie do slap, but God of the Fire is up there. God of the Fire is top tier Harry Potter movie. Um, I like that one. It just That one, just so much tragic shit happened that I have to ref- I think my favorite one is Chamber of Secrets. That's a good one, too. Like, listen, I... How I feel about Voldemort, I mean Voldemort, how I feel about Dumbledore now is like, you done took my nigga through seven movies. You could just told him. Like, why you have to do him like that? Everything is a secret, a plug and a secret. <clears throat> and then I, I, my favorite character has always been uh, Snape. It's my favorite character. Um, he was low down, but he had a, a reason for it. It got confusing at some point. Like, okay, whose side are you on? Yes. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, if you you guys can't tell, we love Harry Potter. Um, I am housed in Gryffindor, but I would love to be housed in Serpent, uh, Slytherin. <laughs> That's when I say Serpentine. I want to be housed in Slytherin. So you could call me Harry Potter because, you know, Harry was going to be housed in Slytherin. But the hat was like, you know what? I'm going to fuck with you one time. I'm going to put you in Gryffindor, you know? <laughs> so, this stone is based on the House of Slytherin. Uh, we're going to talk about Serpentine. Slytherin house members are often referred to as snakes by other houses at Hogwarts. Serpentine is an earthen stone that opens psychic, psychic ability, stimulates the Kalandai energy, which is also a snake, and helps you feel more in control of your life. Use serpentine to find balance with mental and emotional issues and for its natural cleansing properties. Hmm. It's serpentine. Snake ass stone. And it's green? Or, or can be green, you said, right? Yeah, it's like a green, bluey color. How you, you're a Ravenclaw, right? I mean, it's Ravenclaw. Okay. That's where the hat had put me. Put some, give me some more info about Ravenclaw because I don't really know too much. Ravenclaw is more of like, um, remember Luna Lovegood? She was in Ravenclaw. She was more, Ravenclaw is more like of, like somebody that's kind of like, um, more like a witty, intelligent type of house. Like, um, I think 
remember um, Cho Chang? I want to say she was in Ravenclaw. I'm trying to think who else was in Ravenclaw that that we that we know. Those are the only two I remember. I'm pretty sure it was somebody else. So that's what I know about Ravenclaw. Let me actually like. I wish they would have gone into the houses just a little bit more, instead of just really focusing on Gryffindor or Slytherin, because that was what the you know. Yeah, because I think Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff did not get um, no love at all. No, they didn't. It, it not much at all. Okay, Ravenclaw values intelligence, learning, wisdom, and wit. The house is an eagle, and the house color colors are blue and bronze, blue and silver in the Harry Potter and Fantastic Beast films. Excuse me, on the ties and scarves. So, um, cleverness, Gemma. I don't. I don't remember. Okay, never mind. Anyway, that's who. And I think Hufflepuff is like it was yellow, and they were more like. Um, they were like a little badger, right? They look like was it like a honey badger? I, I think so. Let's see. I think it was more like Hufflepuff. Let me see. Um, this okay, yeah. Are associated with trustworthiness, loyalty, and a strong work ethic. Hufflepuff has um, produced the fewest dark wizards and witches and wizards of any house. So. Hufflepuff just seems like a really lighthearted, easygoing, trustworthy ass loyal person. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. As you guys can see, we love Harry Potter. And I mean, I wanted to be in Gryffindor because who don't? Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm just, I just, I'm not, I can't say I'm just brave. Um, Ravenclaw does make sense for you though. It makes a lot of sense. That what the hat gave me. I was like, ooh, let me put my I like red too. You know, I don't like the red and gold or whatever. <laughs> That's okay. I'm gonna be true to my house. I do got me a little Gryffindor cape. Oh really? Every now and then. Mm-hmm. I think no now no matter what, any anything Gryffindor, I'm still repping because you hardly ever like you have a special order like anything else. Yeah. But I love the idea of that gold and burgundy looking scarf. I mean, when you see that, you just know what it is. This ain't rugby, bitch. This, uh... (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Good job. Thank you. All right, guys. Moving into our last segment, Manifesting Monday. Brittany, what are you manifesting for this week? Uh, I'm manifesting productivity, and I am manifesting good news. Amen, sugar. Amen. I'm at this. <laughs> but that's that's definitely we need we need that. Um I had manifested a couple weeks ago, probably in a row organization. And I'm gonna continue to manifest that as I get my house in order and get um things where they should be. We just moved in September and although it's November, there are still things that are not where they should be. So I'm just trying to get reorganized um, so that it can make my life easier because I just hate having to um, have my thoughts cluttered about because my house is cluttered. Like I just can't, you know. So manifesting that again for this week um, with a tad bit of productivity. I ain't got to do a whole lot this week, but enough so that's what i'm manifesting oh and um practicing meditating that's what i'm manifesting 
Okay, girl. I need to get back into meditating too. Did you see that Sheila Marie? Sheila Marie. She Sheila uh, Marie released a new track to the meditation. Y'all, if y'all don't know who Sheila Marie is, please follow her. She is so dope. And that's S H E L A H Marie. Um, she's the wife to Ace Hood, but I didn't realize this who that was before I started following her. But she has a a, a dope meditation mixtape that I use to meditate uh, a lot of times. And then she has one for teenagers and she, ha- she has one for children. So if you're a beginner and want to learn how to meditate, that is, she teaches like four part breathing. She teaches you what, what else is she teaching you? Um, she, she even has in her meditation um, which I have yet to do, but where you stop and you, she has you like write down your thoughts, which can seem like, oh, I'm just going to skip past that part. But I think it's important to just like indulge a couple of times to see how you feel. I've also listened in the shower and just like to the hot shower and just kind of just relax. Um, that's what I remember about it. Can they make the waterproof AirPod so I can listen to the in the shower? I need, or I need a speaker. Just put in my shower. But the only thing about that is if you, you know, I, I like to just put my speaker on, but then sometimes you just don't hear stuff. Oh, well. Yeah, but y'all follow her, too. We'll put her in the description as well. Yeah, she's pretty dope. I actually think I want to start meditating in the mornings, like, outside, you know, like, just on a mat and just, you know, until it gets just too unbearably cold. But right now, we got a while. Yeah, it was it was strangely very warm today. I took a, me and Maya took a, we both kind of were feeling like, blah when we woke up mm-hmm. uh, we just took around a walk around the block literally around the block and that just kind of boosted our mood it just felt so good to see like the color on the, the leaves on the tree the changing colors like listening to the the leaves that have fallen like under your feet and just getting that fresh air it just does something to you so it literally took us like 10 minutes but it, it changed our mood significantly that outside can definitely help a lot. The inside is getting stuffy. It is. I'm getting tired of being inside. But I want you niggers to stay inside. Niggers, hard ER. I want y'all to stay inside. And if you have to go outside, please wear your mask, y'all. Please. Please. And also, Thanksgiving is coming up. Y'all, just because you're not- at Big Mama house. Don't do that to Big Mama. Thanksgiving is coming up and y'all don't get comfortable because that Thanksgiving is going to turn into a super spreader event. If you know you got people coming by, there's nothing wrong with driving by. Have a plate ready and just hand it to them. Like, it's worth it. Like, seriously. Just because just you know them don't mean that, you know, you feel less likely that they're going to give you Corona because honestly... That's who you would get it from. In my experience, the people closest around me that had it, and that's who I've had to worry about. So, I'm just saying. Yeah. And listen, my boy, uh, Joseph Martavius Biden, he gonna come shut it down anyway, you know. Is that his real middle name? No, it's not. It started with an M, though, don't it? I don't know what that man middle name is. I just like calling him Martavius. Okay. <laughs> Mark, okay, well... I saw someone say Martivius, and then when they say his middle name, I think it does start with an M, and I never can. I be knowing. I think it does. That's why I was like, well, wait, how do you say it? 
I don't know. I don't know what his middle name is. Anywho. All right. I don't have any announcements this week, you know. It's kind of boring over here, except for schoolwork and shit. You have any announcements? Um, I did, but I'm going to wait till next week because I feel so low and it's going to be just so drab. So you guys stay tuned for next week because right now I don't have a nice way to say my announcement. Sorry, but... All right. All right, good job. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> all right. TJ. Let me say, Brandon, edit it out. I'm sorry. Let me be nice. <laughs> Are you cool cats and kittens? (laughs) (laughs) You guys have a good week and we'll see you later. Bye. Brandon, edit that too. Bye.